0: A warm welcome to Questions Worth Asking, a podcast where we capture and translate wisdom from multiple disciplines in order to fuel the next generation of changemakers.
1: Hello, welcome back to Questions Worth Asking. This is season two, episode 10. I'm Priya.
0: And I'm John. And just like we've done in season one, we'd like to hear at the end of season two in our final episode, do a, a retrospect and take a look back at at least season two and potentially a bit of season one as well. So if we jump into a, a retrospect, uh, we've chosen a, a slightly different tool. Last time we used the sailboat metaphor, and this time we want to use a, a different retrospect tool. Priya, which one have we chosen?
1: So um, this one is called the four L's, uh, L for love. So the four L's. And it's a tool that's really, really simple to use. Um, I Google different retrospect tools and I found this one. I haven't used it before. This is my first time, but I really liked it. I thought it was super simple. And so the four L's are when you get to the end of a project or the end of a task, you look back and you've got four flip charts or kind of four conversation areas. And they are What did you like? What have you learned? What did you lack? And what did you long for? So those are the four L's. So what did you like? What did you learn? What did you lack? And what did you long for? So for us, we'll be answering those questions based on looking back on season two. So it's a way of bringing to life this method. So if you have a project or a task that you've got going, you can use this tool to help the project team come together and look back, take a retrospective look at how they've performed, what's what they've liked, what they've learned, what they've lacked and what they've longed for.
0: And we're trying to be more and more uh, practical mm. in our podcast too. I mean, both sort of having this balance of connection and being practical and, and, and action oriented yeah. so shall we chat about the cynics for a minute what if what if someone's coming in and saying oh retrospect that's a waste of time I just wanted new content uh, it's not going to help me to look back so that was more for you than for me what, what would we say to that person right up front
1: uh, well first of all I'd say I was that person so when I was somebody when I um I wasn't the nicest person I don't think when I was in corporate life uh, so I was very task orientated, so very efficient, very output driven. You know, very dare I say it, good at my job. But I, you know, I if I'm being really honest. I'd probably count myself as somebody that had a had a uh, low tolerance for conversations like this because they weren't. I didn't see them directly related to the task. Mm. So I think like what I would say, and definitely my learning from running, you know, big projects, running big teams and being a consultant now is this is the work. So when you are running projects, if you don't take time to stop and learn, what you're doing is you're losing all of the wisdom that your teams learned, picked up um, along the way. And you're losing that before you go into the next sprint or the next phase of activity So there's something about kind of using a tool to help you generate some wisdom would be my first answer. And the second answer is, it's really easy when you're working with multiple people to have multiple versions of the truth. You know, Mm. I think something, somebody else thinks something, the project lead thinks something else. And I think a retrospect is a really good way of getting all those different opinions on the table to make sure we're actually looking at the same thing, which I think then drives you to have an even better season or an even better phase two or three because you've got that kind of common understanding. Certainly, that's what happened for us between season one and season two when we did the retrospect at the end. So, that's probably the two things that come to mind for me. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think about after action reviews and retrospects. So, you know, they're tools mm. in the knowledge management toolkit. Uh, amongst other toolkits, after act- to, I think it's helpful to separate those two just for a moment. Okay. And after uh, well, for the way I've been taught and practiced is after action reviews, AARs for the acronym that's often used, are meant to be on a more short term, uh, a, a one day task or a one hour task or maybe a week or two, but relatively short term. Whereas a retrospect is designed to be more of a look back. You're not gonna quite remember everything that happened because it's more like a month or six months or a year, some longer time period. So that's, you know, the reason we're calling this a retrospect and not an after action review. I guess Priya, I'm not thinking right now. We we actually sort of do after action reviews, but just not quite formal before mm. and after all of our episodes. We do a that's quick true. how did that go? Anything we would tweak, and it's a it's sort of a much smaller, quicker uh review. One of the learning professionals out there, and apologies, I can't remember who gets credit for this, but somebody said, um, "Without there is no learning without reflection, I think is what the quote was, Mm. something like that. So yes, this is intended to be learning and development and improvement. And I would personally add to it connection. I, I felt even more connected to you and to the podcast after our first retrospect. And I know in some of the notes we've jotted down Uh, Before hitting record here, that there's more connection for me. There's more. There there is. It's it's the learning side. So I'm going to hopefully get better and better. But there's also just sort of trust building and psychological Mm -hmm. safety and something happening because we've taken some space to to look back and created an environment where we can give each other feedback and and almost even separate ourselves from the podcast and look at it as a separate thing. So the one last thing I want to say is the balance of the time. How do you balance? I think the language we've used before is group task and group maintenance. Mm. There's other words for that, but it's how much do we spend 99% of our time getting the task done and 1% reflecting on it or 50% task and 50% reflection? Or I don't know, I, I guess every team is different, but at least having some space to to do a look back, I think is important.
1: I also think, that, and this will be the last thing um, on on why, and this is to the cynics, because I was one, so I have sympathy with you. I, I think this, I think corporate life, organisational life is so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, so busy. And you, there's never time sometimes to take a breath. And so there's something about the retrospect that can just be a point in a project where you take a breath, look back, and just see what you see. And, and for a lot of people, and certainly this for me in season one, it can just provide a little bit of closure. You know this phase, this project, this activity, whatever it is, is now done, um, or this part of it is done. And I, th- I think there's not enough closure sometimes, or there's not enough taking a breath. And a retrospect can be really good for that. Perfect. Do you think we sold it enough?
0: Maybe <laughs> uh, sharpen the saw. That's okay. language I've heard too. So, so how about for you then? Uh, liked and learned when you think back at at least season two, and maybe even a little season one. What did you like and learn?
1: So my my big thing I liked. I'm going to focus in on season two. Was I really liked the range of topics? You know, we've had we we've, we've gone out of um our kind of the boundary of season one. We looked at the health field. You know, we looked at meetings. We took a little visit and trip to Silicon Valley. So I liked the range of season one, and that that would be a that be a massive one for me. And then learning two big things jump out at me. One is just how hard it is to run something like, you know, this this project. I think we were a bit naive when we took it on in terms of the time, all the things that we'd have to learn, the technical side of things. And I think I've got a real appreciation for people that are really good in this space <laughs> because it's just massive you know editing recording finding guests putting it out there even how much bravery it takes to share a post on LinkedIn something that I don't do I just never thought I never really appreciated how much guts it takes to kind of advertise what you do so I've got I've got a massive learning around that for season two for me
0: yeah wow thanks for sharing both I also I can blend the liked and learned there and, and build on yours that I didn't realize sort of how rewarding it would feel to get the kinds of feedback we're getting. And, and you and I were just chatting about the number of uh, notifications and pop-ups and messages and just feedback in general that we're getting is uh, rewarding and humbling. Just, I don't know. We, we talked about, would anybody listen? And I guess people are listening and and enjoying and giving feedback which is yeah i like it and i learn from it both i know um connection before content has mm, been i think big Peter learning Block, yeah, really we, big learning it's just uh, each episode every time right like if if we take a minute to say hello and check in and i would almost go further and say the deeper the check in the deeper the episode it just seems to to parlay straight into if we're connected then we can hit record and continue that connection. But if we dive straight into the task and just hit record and go, it's still fine. It's just, there's there's something a little bit different.
1: I love that, the deeper the connection, the deeper the content, Mm. Uh, for sure. I I think that definitely has, not even just for us, right, for our guests as well. The more we've spent time kind of saying hello, Getting to that kind of psychologically safe because people come on they're a bit even if they're really ex- experienced they they come on and they're a bit apprehensive or a little bit nervous, so the more we spend in that t- zone, it does pay us back in terms of content, doesn't it? Every time. Yeah, yeah, I love that. What about lacked? What did we lack in uh, season two?
0: Well, this is, I don't know if it comes up, maybe it's between lacked and longed for, but you and I haven't quite finished our conversation on this. So maybe we we get it here in the recording. Is it lacked, I guess? Like For me, remember, we, we laughed and, and have brought up several times that in the retrospect for season one, I was looking to be loved. <laughs> I was looking to have that <laughs> connection. And frankly, sort of the whole purpose for me. And I heard you pretty clearly that you're looking to be practical and pragmatic and tactical and, and give tools and yeah. useful and helpful. And here's something you can go take and use. And I, I'm i there with you. I sort of want both. Um, but it is a bit of our sort of our first clear division yeah. that we've ever had. And part of me wants to sort of just uh, be submissive and say, you're right. Yeah, it's all about practical <laughs> and just end it. But part of me is like, actually, that's not all the way true for me. yeah So
1: I think it was a seed in season one. And now I think it's a tree. Mm. like between we we're, we're we're almost going in two different we're attracted to do two different roads,
0: and the language I've used is i and I did this in some of our um connections with people. we're looking to capture a moment, create a moment, get something out there that is a a memorable. Something, and then you often will follow up with and make sure you give a tool and describe it clearly and make it useful <laughs> for people. <laughs> okay, I sound
1: like utilitarian, like taskmaster, but it's true. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but you you've talked a lot, and this has come up in the conversations as well. I wonder if this is something you've lacked because you have mentioned it. We've gone long, but this. So sometimes when we get to the end of recording your feedback might be what was new in that that's the kind of question you'll ask like what's new so you you seem to have a need for uh along with the emotional side of things the the need for new ground seems to be yeah. present for you
0: yeah that's true yeah, I'm, uh, yeah i think i i am seduced by new and exciting to me um i guess aha moments for lack of a better phrase yeah, and and in a strange picture, right? That might be a, a balance between the two of us. You're, is it useful? And for me, I, there can be something very useful in.
1: I think for me, on the emotional side of things, I, I, it's not that I want it to be cold and tasky. Not at all. I just I keep asking myself, why would somebody listen?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to listen to a deep and meaningful conversation between two people, I think is interesting. I don't think it keeps people engaged for, you know, season after season after season. Mm. And for me it's that give back thing around, I listened to this, the questions and the conversation made me think, um, definitely, which is great, but it also gave me something that if I wanted to go and do this for myself, or if I wanted to go and play with this idea, I had a jumping off point, I had a starting point that I picked up in the episode. So at worst what I worry about is that a conversation is just self-indulgent you know it's interesting for us but to listen to it it's not interesting for the listener and mm. so that need to be useful you know it doesn't have to be practical it can be just stimulating some thinking that's become very real for me in season two especially if I think about the episode you recorded where you interviewed me even in my prep yeah. I was really clear that I wanted people to have a way of thinking, but also give them something practical if they wanted to go. I didn't want to leave people alone in the thinking. I think that's that's what it comes down to. I don't want to open up something for somebody and then leave them alone in that thinking any more than we have to.
0: Right. What are there's you thinking? I, yeah, there's something I'm thinking, but I'm not sure I actually want it recorded, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> what is it?
0: <laughs> All right, I'll just say it and we decide if we keep it in or not. Um, I think two episodes – Two episodes that we can compare and contrast are the Phil Mix episode and the connection and the rawness and the emotion that I felt or, mm. or noticed in that. Me too. And directly compare it with with the, the coaching or the living through transitions episode with you. I think they are, you talked about range, right? That to me, those demonstrate a range and then lots of other episodes fill into a different range. But those to me, if you put them side by side, mm are quite different. There's an emotional rawness. And yet what might be similar between those two is a quote that I've heard from David Gertine from one of our episodes, but I think he actually gives someone else credit for saying this. Um, So apologies, I can't remember who that person is. But that quote is, a great conversation is one where everyone involved is willing to emerge as a different person. I don't know if we captured that during his episode, but that's to me where we are in this conversation is now there. Are we... Are we willing to emerge as different people after chatting through this?
1: Am I willing to emerge as a different person? I, I, I think what I am willing to do is stay in the tension between us about it. Okay. You know, I I don't feel like I'm right or you're right or I'm right. I don't feel any of that. I feel like there's something uh, between the tension between you and I in wanting to be loved, wanting to be useful, that hopefully is really fertile ground for a good episodes that have range. Yeah. Um so it, it, what I don't feel is there's any sort of power dynamic between us that one of us has to win you know mm. that everything is raw or everything is useful I don't feel that but I do feel that in this constant tension that we've got about it that 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 constant kind of going left going right will give us range throughout the whole season if you look at it as in its entirety.
0: And didn't Ed Shine call that out in the at the very end of his second podcast session or episode um ed said there's something noticeable about being interviewed by two people yeah and how one person you know would have a train of thought and would have to sort of continue that train of thought but two people can quite comfortably bounce (laughs) and come from very different perspectives and yeah i i think they're they're really in terms of process there really is something there
1: and, and and your thoughts about the kind of relationship between us and how that's playing out?
0: Sure. Well, I'm very comfortable. I mean, it's uh, the psychological safety between you and I is uh, uh, sort of as high as I can imagine. I'm happy to hit record. I still hold on to the very first story, the, f- the first time we met and you said, will you be my new best friend? And I've got this idea for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, we, we've recorded this, we've talked about this, but I I still hold that. I can still see that as as if it were yesterday. It, it's a it's a growth and development between the two of us. I think I've said this to you outside of recordings. I don't think it's been recorded that I I don't know that either recorded or not that you and I have have had a a conflict. I'm sort of wondering if it's coming or waiting, and and maybe this is the seed right now of like I say. I'm sort of looking at the what What's the purpose of these podcasts for me, and what do I want to get out of it, and what do you want to get out of it and in a weird way, does that even matter or is it not about us and it's about everyone else
1: which and, brings and us to our fourth l actually what do we long for? It sounds like and you said this in the retrospect for season one, you're longing for a bit of bit of conflict bit of debate
0: yeah, I guess I would compare that to i think in season one retrospect, I talked about I'm looking for yeah conflict I'm looking for. Um, something where there's some shift, something, a new ground is that other word, that aha moment, something that actually we sort of, we often have that moment when we're not recording, but I'm looking for that to happen in a recording where there's, mm. you know, it's captured that way.
1: I get that. I see that. Yeah, It's going to be really interesting for me because I do think you've got a need for new ground and you've said it a, a few times, I think that energy drives us on. You know, we're never satisfied, are we? So mm. we're always like, right, where are we going for the next, the next guest or the next topic? Maybe that energy is what we need because it, it. I I notice how much it comes from you rather than it comes from me.
0: So I'm. Um, thank you for saying that. And uh, uh, here's what I'd like to offer is my, when I look back at myself, which I try to do even more gently these days. Yeah. But when I look back at at my growth, or the question, I'll frame it this way, when I look back at the questions I've been asking, and the way I've um, practiced my use of self, self as instrument, as Megan talked about, I, I've been judging myself as decreasing quality over two seasons, not, not dramatically, but just sort of, like, not quite as centered, not quite as present, uh, just a little bit less, and I've judged your Quality of questions, your interactivity, your environment you create as increasing over the two seasons. So I've, I've I, maybe I'm trying to say that there's a there's a gap growing between us where I'm going one way and you're going a different way.
1: <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I see that I see it so differently. I see it that you just started at a much higher base than me, and I've just been trying to catch up. So mm. I see it completely differently to you.
0: And is there anything in that? Does that spark anything?
1: Um, it reminds me of ups, downs. So, um, sometimes in, when we talk about organizational development for people that aren't familiar, we talk about ups, downs, tops, bottoms, who's got the power, who doesn't, um, it makes me curious about which one of us you think has the power.
0: Yeah. Uh, power is dynamic to me and shifts there probably is some dynamic shift in who's speaking there's there's some power in speaking i'm trying to keep it really synced for me i i would tend to say in general i like that you start i think yeah you always introduce the episode mm. and then i'm second and there to me there's some power in that and i appreciate that i i like the way we've purposefully done that
1: And for me, I think that in season one, I was really behind you in terms of – sometimes I I think I actually stood behind you a little bit and, Mm. you know, I was nervous and I really leaned in to get some support from you and this season has felt differently. I have felt much more able to kind of hold some space for myself and interestingly, that's because – and I do want to say thank you to this – so when we checked in season two, I was starting an IVF journey. I'm now in that journey. And I have turned up plenty of times onto recorded sessions with John and been unable to really record because my mind is, you know, in the messy world of of um, IVF. Mm-hmm. And so, John, in terms of our, you know, how much time we spent on task and how much time we've spent maintaining the relationship, I would say in season two we spent so much more time <laughs> Um, maintaining the relationship and particularly you being kind and looking after me as I've been going through this kind of personal process which has actually been the thing that's allowed me to do season two if I hadn't had that I don't know if I would have been capable of even doing season two because it's just been such an up and down journey so again it's just underlining how important focusing on the relationship is in service of the work for me so thank you I-, I wanted to record that and I wanted to say it to you.
0: Well, heartwarming. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, that's, I guess, our retrospect. So what we liked, what we learned, what we lacked, what we longed for. Is there anything else you want to add?
0: Do we want to do a uh, questions, a question worth asking? Should we close there? We haven't prepped one, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know what else we haven't done? What's that? We didn't do our bingo. We never said kaplunk, <laughs> and we never said cowabunga
0: Well, it's not all the way true, is it? because <laughs> in one of the podcasts
1: okay yeah you did we it.
0: recorded two or three times yeah. and in one of them i thought i worked in okay okay too.
1: okay you can be the winner all right you, uh. <laughs> you can win that one by like a hair's breadth you can win that one and
0: what i'll say since we're coming off of a power uh, conversation i notice myself right now not wanting power so i will just offer that um, you don't want
1: to be the winner of the game
0: i don't want to be the winner of the game and i don't want power i want it to, I, I i guess i want the power to be dynamic and shifting in between the both of us so i will accept it for a moment yes <laughs>
1: there you go you can have it for now I'll have it back for season three
0: perfect thank you
1: <laughs> amazing so that brings us to the end of season two thank you so much to everybody that's listened uh it's uh we're coming up to 1500 downloads and we haven't really even started advertising season two so we are incredibly grateful to everybody that listened please do send us messages we you know if you've got ideas for topics or you want to come along as a guest we love having guests so please do get involved goodbye (laughs) from me
0: Goodbye from just outside Washington, D.C. And, yes, we finally have learned how to uh, read the comments on the Podbean website. So it's taken
1: taken six months.
0: Two seasons. But here we are, ready to actually (laughs) engage. So thank you all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being with us. Until next time, it's your turn to ask the questions worth asking.